and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio shop and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located at 12th and Lincoln Avenue in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Stephanie, and a huge thanks to our audience joining us from their own corner of the world. Today, we will be chatting about if knitting is rude in public. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So do you guys want to start with what's on our needles? Yeah. Um, yeah. Surprises. Yeah. <laughs> so this week I, um, I have, I'm on my needles. I have the cable throw. That's a class currently. I am diligently working on it and my dog is in the background doing some obscene things. <laughs> so my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> but um I actually started <laughs> Ellie. I started the project last night. Um I can't really talk about it on the podcast, but um I, I just this week I felt really good to get back into knitting. Last night I was so I was so happy to start something new. So I have two projects on my needles this week. How about you, Kathy? I have two projects on my needles and I've only had one. For most of the week, I'm working on Ed's black sweater and I'm on the second sleeve. So I am so excited. I will have that done soon. But I was at the shop today and I'm like, wait a second, I need something to knit while I'm doing this. So I, I have a surprise. I took the dish towel class, which starts next week or the week after that. And I am trying to knit a little dish cloth to go with it. Oh, that's cute. cute idea yeah I'll let you know how it works so it's kind of fun but it's wonderful knitting to have there to pick up and be able to talk and do the same thing so that's the thing is you gotta knit in public which we'll get back to that all right so Stephanie off to you what are you knitting on I am knitting on the cabled throw but to be honest I didn't really knit too much this week um it's a lot of thinking and I just mentally didn't have a lot of thinking in me this week to to think, to knit, to focus. Um, and so because of that, I just, I'll, I gave myself grace and I told myself it was going to be okay. And I did other things instead. So it's, it's there. I've worked on it a couple of times. I took it to the doctors today, um, but didn't knit on it too, too much, but it's a wonderful, wonderful project. I agree with you, Brianna, um, but it is a lot of thinking. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, good for you though, to give yourself permission to say, you know what, I don't have that kind of think right now. Let mm -hmm. me just let that rest. Cause it's, that's when I think I tend to get into my trouble is I don't have the right project for my, my perspective of thinking at the moment. So mm -hmm. good for you. It's, I think that's really good for a knitter to realize, you know, guess what? <coughs> I need to let that rest for a little bit and I'll come back to it. Exactly. So that's what I did. Good. Very good. Well, these are all good projects. We've all got knitting. Yeah, that's great. Um, so like, do you want to get into our episode topic? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is knitting rude in public? I feel like we should have taken a, an audience poll before the podcast so we could share it with everybody. That's a good idea. But honestly, I think, heck no, it's not rude to knit in public. I've knit so many places in public and more often than not, people ask like oh what what are you doing like they get excited about it you're like pro 
providing free entertainment for them when you think about it. Like, so knitting in public actually is helping other people too. Um, like you, like Stephanie, you said at the doctor's office, I'm waiting for my appointment. Hey, guess what? I'm knitting and anybody else in this room can just sit here and watch and be entertained. Yeah. Good. All right. Any other thoughts on that or should we just keep going on? I mean, I, I, we could like talk about places that we've knitted before, but, um, no, I think, I can't think of a single place where it wouldn't be appropriate, like perfect waiting for doctor appointments. And like, if you're sitting in the car, um, like in the pickup line for school, I know one of my friends does that. She'll like just sit in her car and wait because it, you get there and you don't know when your kid's coming out. So you just sit in it for a little bit. Um, I've knit at the bar before. <laughs> I feel like that was the, the highest point of my life right there. Achievement unlocked. But um, I mean, people usually don't have anything bad to say. So it's always good. Yeah. You know, I always think about it because like, what is knitting in public right now? Well, especially as the weather is getting nicer. So now is that time to go, you know, we're going to go have this picnic and I'm going to sit outside there and just relax and enjoy the fresh air. And I'm going to knit. So that's like knitting in public. But then I was also thinking about zoom. Like we do so much now on zoom. Zoom is a public place. You're with other people. Is it rude for me to pick up my knitting while I'm on a zoom, um, while I'm doing zoom, whether it be that I am hanging out with friends or I hear a lot of people now, this isn't me, but I hear a lot of people who are working virtually who are on pretty long Zoom calls, like talking about how they don't always have to have their video on. So they'll turn off their video oh. and they'll knit. Now they're participating and they're listening. But yeah, so that's, I think, what got me kind of thinking a little about like knitting in public. Is it rude? So I just have to tell you guys a real, you know, quickie. My mom, um, you know, Edna, God love her, she was. I think she was the first knit in public person. So when I hear about like these days now that celebrate knitting in public, I'm like, my mother started that a long time ago. <laughs> that woman did not go anywhere that she did not have her knitting with her. And it was a basketball game, a lot of basketball games. It was church. Now she never knit during the sermon. I will say that. But she would knit until the service started and then put her knitting away. Um, so, and I find myself anymore now, I really do take my knitting with me almost every place I go. And I've never even, I guess, thought about if anybody thought I was being rude because I'm still participating in conversation. That's probably part of it too, is what is your project? You know, like if I was sitting there with a, you know, yeah. a three pieces of paper charts, then maybe <laughs> that would be rude. <laughs> no, there's definitely a, a certain project that is a out in public sort of project. I, I would never take like a lace sweater or something with like super advanced techniques out that you have to make notes on. If you can pick up something that is like a, a two or three row repeat pattern and, and do that without, you know, interfering with whatever you're doing, you know, that's great. I mean, what's wrong with being antisocial? That's cool too. <laughs> or you could just stay at home and knit and not talk to anyone. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. It's it's all depends on your like your project too with um how involved is it 
are you looking at your paperwork constantly and making notes or can you just sit there and you know like I knit I have to knit for nine inches so I might as well just sit here and knit I mean we all have those projects and those are wonderful that's super easy to still continue a conversation with yeah I am um, <laughs> this is like a knitting faux pas do not do this in public uh, an example of what you shouldn't do while knitting in public I was at a Super Bowl party and I brought this lace shawl with me thinking that like oh I don't really watch football like I'm just gonna sit and knit on this shawl but I had I was working from like three different charts and I was also drinking, not my best time, but I, I ended up like losing stitches at the party and I just put it in my bag and I pulled it out the next day and I had basically had to start over. It was awful. So pick your projects that you want to use to knit in public wisely. Don't do what I do. <laughs> She was, do as I say, not as I do. I mean, that makes great sense. And to that point, like, okay, so I'm going to go to the Super Bowl party. Like maybe you've been invited to go to something that is really not your ideal, you know, of how I want to spend the evening. And typically it's going to involve maybe a football game or whatever. And, and you go, okay, fine. I'll bring my knitting first. Just bring the right project. But if, so if you had had the right project, it would have been fine. Oh yeah. I would have had a blast. There's, I mean, in our podcast where we talked about you know, what projects to, to drink with and what projects not to drink with. I just, you know, I did all the wrong things that night, but, um, you know, pick the right project for your situation. It's probably maybe good for other people like to go, okay, if I wasn't sitting here knitting, I would probably be like, you know, like my fingers or drumming them on the table. So it's probably a good idea that I'm sitting here knitting because I'm a little bit more interested in what's going on that I wasn't really interested in at all. So yeah. That, and I feel like these days when you look around, when we're out in public, so many people now are just looking down at their phones. They're not even engaging in conversation either. So I think personally, my opinion is it's more rude to sit there on your phone and be a part of somebody's conversation that's not in the room than it is to sit there and knit and still engage in conversation with the people that are in the room. Yeah. That's my opinion. Great. I that's I love your opinion. That's a yeah. <laughs> didn't even cross my mind, but you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good thought there. So actually, yeah, because when you're knitting, you can still be engaged. You can still talk. You're listening. You're usually listening mm -hmm. really well. You can still talk. You can still your eyes can be a, you know watching what's going on to a degree depending on your project. But oh. yeah, when you have your smartphone in your hand, you're I think I find myself, I'm totally distant when I have this in my hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I'm in my own little world here. So that's a great, so we should be knitting in public and not should be. Smartphones in public. Yeah. I get offended if I have somebody over to my house and they're sitting there the entire time on their phone with another person texting and I hear that beeping drives me nuts. Didn't, don't come to my house if yeah. you didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. But if you were to sit in my room and knit and talk to me the whole time, that does not bother me at all. But it's when you come in and you're clearly having a conversation with, now emergencies happen and all that, but um, that, that drives me nuts. So I actually think it's more rude to be on your phone than it is to be knitting. And you know, that reminds me, and this hasn't happened for a while because we haven't had these opportunities in a year now, but um, back when we were going out to dinner, 
I, I can remember clearly going out to dinner with Ed a couple of times and like a party across the table, you know, at another table, we don't even know them. And they're both on their phones. Like mm -hmm. and I, it was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable and I had nothing to do with it. And I thought, wow, they either have really big jobs that they're really busy right now, or they just really don't really care. They're not interested in each other at the moment, but it felt awkward across the room and I don't even know them. Yeah. I've seen that before with like going out somewhere and seeing a whole table full of people on their phones, not talking to each other. Like, wouldn't you much rather be knitting? Like at least you can talk about your knitting if you don't have something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. And you, I always find too, like when I pick up my knitting, so when I do my Sunday night calls with my friends from school days, three of us are knitting on that. Um, four of us could be, but three of us are. And it just, our conversation flows with those knitting needles, you know, so mm -hmm. it's, we're talking, we're listening, but part of it is it flows with the knitting needles, you know, that conversation just flows. And, and we're not talking about our knitting. We're talking about the things that we used to do back in college and stuff like that. You know, it's a conversation. It's not about knitting. Uh, you know, the other thing I was thinking about with knitting in public, and I guess a lot of that recently, because I've been able, like I will knit during a Zoom class if I'm done instructing. I keep my eyes on the class while I'm knitting. Um, and that way I stay focused on class. Um, I think it's one of the ways to get your knitting done. You, if you're waiting for that perfect moment to go, I'm going to sit down tonight and nobody's going to bother me and I'm going to knit for an hour and a half or two hours. That might happen, but it's, I find that typically the projects I'm getting done is because I've kept my knitting on the go with me. And again, they're projects that fit into on the go. So, you know, it's, it's knitting in public is definitely calming. Mm -hmm. Keeps you focused, but it gets your knitting on too. I know for me, so I take my knitting, to every doctor's appointment does not matter it's always with me and in one in particular um i was waiting for the doctor and they were like an hour behind just calling people back and other people were getting up in arms now given i don't have to go to a job i'm not burning pto i'm not my mom's watching my daughter so there's really little stress i'm over here thinking this is a lovely vacation because i have an hour of free uninterrupted knitting time and so when I get called back, they're, you know, apologizing and I'm so sorry that we're running behind and, and I'm like, could you be another hour behind? Because I just got a good amount of knitting done without having the dog or the toddler or my mind could just sit here and be relaxed. And I've had doctors come in and say that we appreciate when patients come in with projects because they're not always on schedule. Um, and so it's something to keep your mind occupied without just scrolling the internet, which yeah. can make your mind go crazy. So I always take my knitting to every single doctor's appointment. So for you, it's not a lost hour. It was a productive hour. Mm -hmm. like, that's so cool too, is you just go, okay, if I was sitting here scrolling my phone or whatever, it would have been like, I lost that hour, but I had an hour of productivity that mm -hmm. Let me show you what I did. So exactly, yeah. it was wonderful. Well, I think we need to um, then clearly encourage our knitters to go ahead and knit in public. Plus, you never know the audience that you might attract. You know, who is it that might come over? They're interested in what you're doing. You can make new friends if you knit in public. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. And knit outside when it's nice, like just on the patio or on mm -hmm. your porch. 
just get that fresh air. People, I'm, you know, people walking by might see you and say something. Right. Fresh air knitting is the best too. And, um, and now take a day trip to the beach, take your knitting, just sit there and knit. It's the best. So <laughs> didn't your mom used to knit at red lights though, Kathy? She did. She knit at red lights. Yes. So, um, and she only knew that the light had changed when the person behind her beeped like me. Um, yeah, she was, she was all over the place. <laughs> you know, she also, and I sort of like kind of carry this on a little bit when I, when I have the opportunity, but just about every summer on our summer vacation, my mother would start another Christmas stocking, knitting it on the beach. So, and we always made it a point to run our fingers through the sand and knit the stitches so that we knit a little bit of sand into the Christmas stockings for God knows who she might've been knitting them for, but she was always knitting stockings and typically always on the beach. And again, knitting in public. So yeah, yeah, she's, she, she loved her, I mean, we all do, it, she, but it was always a portable project. She always had it. So yeah, she was definitely ahead, a woman ahead of her time with that. I'm trying to remember like, I mean, my whole childhood, I can just see her knitting um, when she was waiting, whether it was whatever. Yeah. That's cute. Right, well, let's say, let's do it. Knit in public. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Put down your phones. Knit and straight. Okay. Put down the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, do we have anything else that we want to add about our topic? No. All right. What about some updates? Shop updates? Kathy, do you want to run through our exciting shop update. Okay, I'll do the shop update. So the shop updates right now, what everybody needs to know is about our loyalty week, which is today is March 11th. Um, our loyalty week is March 20th to the 27th. And we have three events. Um, on March 20th, we'll be doing our virtual yarn market via Zoom. And so if you are listening to us on any of these things, read your emails. If you don't get emails from us, please go to our website and send us an email saying, add me to your email list. Um, but our virtual yarn market, which is so fun because we're in the shop and we're able to pick things up and share it with you and give you ideas as well as patterns to accompany your yarn purchases and we'll put it all together for you. So that's Saturday the 20th. And then on the 21st, our designer yarn market, our designer yarn tasting, excuse me, which has three spaces available. So there is still room for three more people to join us. Hurry up because it's coming quickly. And our featured uh, designer is Elizabeth Smith. So we're very excited. And then finally on March 27th, we will have the release of our new schedule of classes, which are going to be May through August. And they will be ready for enrollment. And we're going to have an open day of Zoom on that as well. And we'll do a little infomercial so you can really see and understand the projects as you make your decisions for what you want your knitting to be this summer as you're knitting in public and taking it on vacation with you. So that's the news of what's coming. And I'm just going to say one more thing. Um, one of the things we've missed at the knitting shop is the BYOP classes, bring your own project classes. And since the pandemic, and we did the first virtual BYOP last Saturday evening it was amazing. I, it was wonderful. So uh, we will be having more of those. So anybody who maybe put down their knitting for longer than they planned on it, or, you know, just they're, they just, they love that, that, that level of learning where you've got one-on-one -on -one instruction. We're going to do that more, more of this. So keep your eyes open. So more BYOP coming. Awesome. All good updates. I love it. Yeah. Exciting. 
All right. So if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out our website, finallythenittingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play so more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Thank you.